Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who knows you had a lot of options for podcasts today, and he's pleased as punch you picked ours. Gary Butterfield. I am pleased as punch, uh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's listening to this. You made a bad <laughs> like, choice. Let's open yeah. with this. You've made some mistakes. Yeah. You could have listened to Wolverine the Long Night. There's so um, many podcasts, Gary. I don't understand why anyone listens to this one for even a fucking second. Or just turn it off. Go connect with a human being. Come on. We, uh, arguably, we're human beings. Uh, so maybe they're not that's connecting what with us. They're just listening to things that we said several days ago or years ago. I think they are. I, but it's not um, real, Dave. They don't. They don't know that. Uh, can I? Before we continue this kayfabe, okay. Can I? I please. Uh, fun thing that you're doing in the intro uh-huh. is you you started off like a used car dealership, kind of like uh-huh. whoa, whoa, uh, and then eventually that turned into robot speak for just like one line. Yeah, it was uh, all kind of operating in the the movie phone brain space. It it got real like non movie phone like it kind of was like YouTuber with a, a wiggly neck like hey whoa, whoa. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it just like and then I went right back into wiggly. It was really good. Well, Gary, uh, the, it was a very subtle se- transition. The secret there is that. 15 minutes before we got on a call, I started shitting out like most of my body weight. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's draining to lose half a will. Yes. Uh, Wh- whereas losing will, an entire I... will, I have it on good authority is among the most refreshing things that can happen to a person. No. Mm. Uh, I'm imagining you deflated. Like one of those guys who loses like tons and tons of weight. Yeah. You know? uh, oh, sure. It just like loose skin. Yeah. Like just like like big, you know, lots of sagging and stuff. Um, lots of sagging and stuff. Watch out! Don't Ooh. get a head wound. <laughs> sagging and stuff. Sagging and stuff. Break me off a piece of that, Dave Coulier. Oh, um, please don't. Yeah, I can't count as how to. he treated Alanis Morissette. But I wouldn't a theater. Break it off a piece of in my mouth while watching Matrix Two. Um, Gary, you know what? I don't think anyone's ever said. What movie was playing in the theater when, when someone may or may not have gone down on someone? That's a yeah. great thing I've never thought about, Gary. You've brought yeah. me back to life like an Evanescence okay. song. What, uh, let's find out what year that song is and then look uh, at some movies that came out that year. Yeah. When was Alanis Morissette too young for you, Dave Coulier? <laughs> when did Alanis date Dave? <laughs> I just call them both by their first names. Of course. Uh, Dave had the episode so far. 1992. Okay. okay. Uh, Big movies in 1992. Yeah. What is the best possible one? Uh, I'm going to say uh, Unforgiven's a pretty good one. Oh, my. Well, it's it's long, <laughs> Gary. It's a long one. I get help. bored. I could use a bloge in the middle of that. It's not a sexy like, movie, but sometimes you just get bored. Yeah. Fern Gully's up there. Patriot Games. Cool World. That I mean, there we figured it out. Yeah, exactly that. It, it was definitely Cool World. Uh, the I went movie down on you in year. a theater while you were thinking about Hollywood. Tunes and noids. I am a Lannis bot. Um, I guess Basic Instinct also came out. 
no uh, that year, but I, I don't think that Dave Coulier spanks it to Basic Instinct. Why not? I don't know. He just doesn't have that kind that a, of like, I don't, vibe, Dick. Okay, <laughs> like I, I, I was like, okay, like probably not Basic Instinct too on the nose, but you took a different tack about why. It, yeah, you just don't think he's that kind of guy. Why? I don't think I don't think Dave Coulier has that predictable of a sexuality. Okay, so you do think it was probably Ferngully. I think it was. I think it was or Unforgiven. I, or I, Death I, Becomes I, Her. I mean, there are a lot of people who are. Oh, Death Becomes Her. That's a sexy movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who are horny for the oil monster from uh, from Ferngully. That's 100 percent true, actually. Oh, hey, look. Uh, the there's also a Dragon Ball Z movie came out. Oh, which one? With, uh, what we're um, it just says Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Super Android 13. Okay, foolish okay. me. I yeah. think those must be like when they're adapting. I think that's when they're like taking episodes and like jamming them together into movies or something. Mm. Let's ask Dave Coulier uh, if he remembers, oh. right? Yeah. I mean, anybody who got blown in that theater who can talk about it didn't get blown in that theater. There are, Gary, now I'm thinking about it. There must be a couple of people who just went to the movies in 1992, yep. and yep. every time they hear that song, they're like, Man, that they're was like, a oh, God. Day. God, that was a yeah, weird I, day. I probably should have grabbed an usher. <laughs> she was I just, much too young. I, if I got up, I would have had to go right past him. Yeah. You know, oh. I was trapped in. <laughs> I had to pee for the entirety of Unforgiven, <laughs> and Dave Coulier was just getting long, luxurious head from, from Alanis Morissette the entire time. Yeah. I would have climbed a seat. I, you know what, Gary? Yeah. I would have probably maybe it was stadium seating. They didn't have stadium seating back then. No, even if it was stadium seating, I might have climbed a seat. Gary, I, I, I would love. Would... I would love to watch you try to. <laughs> Gary, I'd love to watch you climb anything. Actually, yeah, <laughs> uh, me too. I, but the thing is, like, <laughs> to to not uh, be trapped by Dave Coulier getting a wet one. I don't know. I think that it might be worth it. I think that, like, I understand the the premise of your joke. Like, it is ludicrous to think of me doing a physical activity. Uh, it, it's it's like a rock, like learning to walk. It it's it's not a thing. But still, though, I I can't I can imagine uh, not not wanting to be in that situation that hard. Gary, I I think we've actually written a very good comedy sketch here. The guy <laughs> down the row. He's, yeah. Oh, Jesus, gonna keep going. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Oh, red, red. Gary, God I can't. It, you can't. Disgusting. You can't do that. You can't do the Coulier voice. I'm sorry. It's I got. The, I got a note from the from the sponsors, <laughs> and they just they people return their products every time you do the Dave Coulier. Voice. Well, here's the thing: is it's not the Dave Coulier voice; it's the Jackalope voice that he does. I well, it's a woodchuck. One, you fucking child. It's uh, actually very similar to the voice he does for the Jackalope. When does he do a voice for a Jackalope? He, it was a, re- a weird recurring bit on America's Funniest Home Videos. He didn't host America's Funniest Home no, Videos. No, I know, but he showed up on there. Because like, he was friends with Bob Saget? I don't know the provenance of why it happened. Bob Saget's how we got on this, because you said something America's about America's Funniest ha- People, Jackalope Mailman Clip. Bam! Well, that's America's Funniest People, not America's Funniest Home Videos. Well, I forgot that, but that's pretty close. So I, I think that's a, a spinoff that he hosted. You know, Bob Saget did not care for America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes, you're right, though. That is America's Funniest People. That is the confusion I had. 
Correct. So, listeners, do you understand why we're so mad at you for listening to this instead of, like, Roman <laughs> Mars or something? They do now. Smart. Who is st- Roman Mars? That sounds like somebody who makes intolerable fucking music. No, you're uh, you're thinking of... Uh, fuck, I can't remember who you're thinking Mars of. Mars Volta? Not, like, no, Roman somebody. Uh, but no, uh, 99% Invisible Guy. Oh, got you. Learning about, like, beautiful design principles instead of us improvising a statutory rape. <laughs> hey, Gary. better better than the alternative. I, uh, <laughs> no, go on. What's the alternative? I, I think I'm going to leave that in you and Dave's imagination. Okay. Um, the, uh, Gary. Uh, what's wrong with my jackalope voice? Uh, nothing. It's just for some reason, uh, the sponsors, they hate it. Uh, it's too good. It's we too we have good. to hurry. We have lots to do today. I'm trying and you keep stopping me. Okay, continue. And and just like you have options, listeners, uh, so do, or rather, options, so do we yeah. with this item, which is good. Uh, option. This is the last of the option series of options. This is called options. And guess what? Uh, it's a repentance item that takes a fairly normal idea from regular Isaac and makes it really interesting and weird. It's interesting. I I don't particularly like having it, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about. So this is a uh, a shop item, and when you get it, you get a different kind of question mark on your head. And what it does is it does the options effect. Like uh, for you know, there's options and more options. Those give you a choice of boss room and treasure room items. This one yeah, gives they, you a choice of pickups. Yeah. So two different. So. Reminder, when we say pickups, we mean the things that are dropped after you clear a room, uh, hearts, keys, bombs, treasure, uh, chests, basically. Yeah. Coins and shit. Yeah. Um, this will spawn two, so you get to choose the one that is good. And then the other one will disappear. And like uh, That I, is I, good. Yeah. Like, from a practical point of view, you get a lot of pickups in this that maybe you don't need. Yep. Uh, it, what this does is it means you have to start thinking... Um, cause I'm never paying enough attention to know which one is the like spawned one. Yeah. You know, uh, and they might just both spawn at the same time. So you have to pay attention to, uh, not just pick up the pickup you need, but pick up the, the pickup you need first. The pickup who stepped up. Yeah. Yes. The, the pickup who like step up, stepped up, uh, step up, step up is the name of those series of films. Yeah. Man. Um, keep going. I got there. No, no, I got there. <laughs> I can't keep going. I'm on a road. Um, so yeah, so I just never think about that. I see a coin and a bomb. I'm like, ooh, I would like both of these, even though I need a bomb more. I grab the coin, the bomb disappears, and it kind of creates a minor feel bad uh, uh, in me. Yeah, like uh, so, uh, Gary, I would I would mock you for your devotion to non thinking, but I'm in the same boat. Uh, it's you're right. It, it creates a little bit of mental overhead in exchange for a decent uptick in customizability of your run. I think I think it's net positive, but. It's it's definitely not positive. There's no downside to it. It's just uh, no real downside to it. Yeah. (laughs) All of the downsides exist only within the mindscape of Gary L. Butterfield. And you. You just said you were with me on this one. I was being polite. Uh, No, you weren't. That doesn't sound like you. (laughs) It's Gary. Great point. (laughs) Like, like, you were being what? That's not. uh, (laughs) Gary, uh, Uh, people enjoy this show. What should they do? Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV is the place. And then you can also leave ratings or reviews. Uh, like this one. So the 
I broke my phone a little bit, so if I pick it up, I might lose Gary. Ooh. So I'm having let, to kind of yeah. Let's not do it. Let's no no. I'm we got I, two weeks. To, you I'll just do turn. It? I'll just turn okay. the microphone so I can look down <laughs> at my phone on my desk. No, I can pick it up. It's fine. Okay. I well, this is okay. This is so risky, but let's let's do it. This is a five star. It's it's worth it. It's so worth it, buddy. Uh, it's a five star review from Chug Cluggins. Guarantee you, uh, it's not. All right. One, E four. To E5, two, QH5 <laughs> to D6, three, BC4 to NC6, white to play and win. And that was a five star review that I th- am worried is racist because of the last line. Oh, it's it. You know what it actually is, though. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just yeah. chest notation. Racist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not really our place to talk about black queens. Um, good night. Good night. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every item, trinket, character, and boss in the Binding of Isaac series of the video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is a mashup of an underrated Iggy Pop song and an underrated 70s rock band, Will Hughes. I'm the passenger wham. Nah, not 70s. (laughs) Shit. Yes? Yes, Yes, 70s? Passenger yes would have worked. Yeah. 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 Even though I don't know if yes is necessarily underrated. But Passengers also a pretty is probably pretty, the most yeah. celebrated Iggy Pop song. So, but yeah. I pulled yeah, an Iggy Pop I, song is the more surprising thing. No, no, I'm proud of you for that attempt. In why, general, why do we fall? <laughs> why do we fall, Mister Wine? Gary, we got to be disciplined. We got to do the item, and then we can bullshit till we get tired. Okay, then we can be doing <laughs> Michael Caine's all day. Um, I, I, I saw that shark chase you all the way from New England. That's the, that Jaws wants the revenge. He's going to get his revenge. Some sharks just want to watch the ocean burn, Mr. Wayne. I'm just trying to watch Unforgiven, but this guy's getting an Italian <laughs> job in the theater. <laughs> What's wrong? I think What's it's actually an. Yeah. I just like an Italian job. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually an Italian uh, Canadian job, mate. Well, listen, but, look, there he's got Tim Hortons all over his balls. Zach, he does. But Gary Michael Caine didn't star in the Canadian job. He starred in the Italian job. Well, there is no movie called the Canadian job. Will <laughs> Gary? Um, is that what <laughs> <laughs> Gary? I think we might have been writing it for the last two episodes. Actually. <laughs> An entire film. The Canadian job. Oh my god, we cover Yeah, the cover looks like a car heist movie, like a car race movie. But then they just take the licensed car that pays us for product placement and drive it to the movie theater. Gary, here's my That's the only time it shows up. It's good. Here's my disappointment. Okay, please tell me. I think that if he didn't already have an existing professional relationship with Alanis Morissette. Okay. I think we could sell Kevin Smith on the Canadian job. A Ooh. full-length film about the guy stuck in the theater while Alanis Morissette is going down on allegedly you, Dave Coulier. We really could. And 
that would be a way to uh, be set for life. Because like once you're friends with Kevin Smith, like, he just puts you in stuff. Oh yeah, incredibly and lucrative 2020s filmmaker Kevin Smith. He may like his he gets his friends TV shows and shit. They they make livings. It's not super lucrative. Nobody's getting rich. <laughs> sure. I'm just saying we could quit our jobs and like move into an apartment we share. Yeah, Jason Mewes has a car payment. <laughs> yeah, I I guarantee Jason Mewes is able to pay off his car. Basically just cuz he's friends with that guy. You know? And that's yeah, because great. Because of his his own talents, you know, Jay is a fascinating character that we all love to watch he's, on the screen. I do like him. I'm rooting for him because he's a recovering addict. It touches my heart. Um, it does. <laughs> I know it does. Like it's, it's the same thing I like about Steve-O. It's like, I just I love those guys. That's what, sweet. If there's one thing I love about Steve-O, it's his history with addiction. <laughs> it is. It's that and his funny tattoo. We're talking about Candy Heart. We sure uh, are. This great. is great. This is really, really cool. Uh, I say yep. having, I, I, I think I've unlocked this. I've done, I think I've, this is a uh, beat the beast with Maggie. So yeah, we're getting we're getting regular characters beating the beast uh, on locks here. So which means it's stuff I've done because I've beaten the beast with everybody. Yeah, uh, just about. Um, so this is a looks like a uh, a heart, a little shinier. And when you pick this up, uh, it's in the treasure room and, and in the ultra secret room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only a quality one, which is kind of surprising because what this does is give you a very minor stat up uh, whenever you heal. A half heart of damage. Um, it's a minor stat up for sure, but it's every single time. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as you are doing a run that works with this, i.e., one where you're taking a fair amount of red heart damage and then healing it, uh, which again is you know that's about two thirds of the runs. characters have access to yeah. that. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of stat ups. Some of those are gonna be damage up. Uh, you're probably mm-hmm. going to get to the tears cap. This is good. It's it's it, it really, kind of yeah. stands in for every other fucking stat uh, stat up you could get in a run. It really uh, incentivizes um, like stunts and stuff you can do to to lose health and gain it. Like mm-hmm. uh, you really want to play the blood domination machine uh, in this, and then like blow up the beggar to get hearts. You know, like uh, this incentivizes losing hearts to refill them because every single time it gives you value. Yeah, uh, Tainted Maggie, obviously, this is, like, super broken for because she's spawning those little, uh, those, like, temporary half-hearts all the time, and she always needs more health. Yep. Uh, you can effectively get infinite health, or infinite stats. Yeah. With her, with this. And Gary, that's uh, all I want in a life. I just want to have Me infinite too. stats. Me too. I'm not infinite at anything. I'm so finite. Uh, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Gary, I was trying to, like... My natural impulse is obviously to to argue the point, but I I can't. You are a finite man. You you have limits. I have limits. Not, They're really well known. Them. Yes, I do not try and send them. They're well known, documented. I talk about them all the time. You document uh, them. Anyone for can money. look at me and see most of my limits are immediately apparent. Like Gary, like, there's a way you can could characterize your job as cataloging your your limits for money. Yes, I. Uh, in the last episode, you're like, I'd love to see you climb something, chortle, chortle, chortle. And everybody who's listened to this, who's never met me, is like, you know what? I've seen a picture of that guy. I understand why that's funny. Uh, like, my limits are very well known. I, it's not even, it's, it's, that's not a fat joke, you know? It's not a fat joke. No, it's, it's a lack of flexibility and lack of upper body strength joke. It's just hard like, for it, me it's to like get It's like winded, you know, crawling around on the floor. It's a, it's, it's a long COVID joke. Maybe it's maybe it's just because most of our relationship at this point is podcasting. 
grim. Yes. Uh, but it's very hard for me to contextualize you. Well, as we a haven't physical... started our grim podcast yet. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything to grimy. Gary, we can um, go around to every location. You know, they shot that around Portland. Yeah. We could we could eat uh eat like a big fucking cake I in every location long... they shot grim. Yeah, I waited uh in a long line uh to be photographed to potentially be an extra in Grimm right when I first moved oh. to Portland. Nice. Uh didn't yeah. work out. I did actually. I've I was the star of Gary, you don't know this because you're only oh. joking about being Grimhead. I was the star of Grimm in its last two seasons. Well, I haven't seen Grimm because I'm not an entertainment writer. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I killed I, I killed a lot of lichens. I don't remember what the name for the I, Grimm monsters is. I thought maybe they wouldn't take you as a background extra because people would be like, holy shit, it's the Sasquatch or something like that. And then think that it was part of the plot. Gary, it's always nice when you can come to me with insult humor of the same uh, level as like beef jerky commercials. <laughs> yeah, man. Messing with Squatch. I aim to slap into your Slim Jim, my friend. Beef jerky um, is an aggressively uh, marketed product now that I think about it. It really is. Relative we're gonna to how have, often a, I want beef jerky? We're going to have a big jerky weekend, man. There's going to be a lot of jerky at the uh, Duck Stream this weekend. Big jerky oh, yeah. night. We should probably mention that, right? Oh, yeah. That's this weekend. <laughs> this <laughs> sure is, yeah. bud. It sure is. Uh, tune in. Duckfeed.tv slash Duckstream. Um, going to be real fun. Going to be real tired. There will be guppy energy. There will be guppy, whether we want it or not. Yeah, it, it kind of just uh, happens at this point. It will be inflicted upon us and poor, poor Nick. Um, oh, poor the, Nick. Nick's so patient, like a, saint. like a saint. He is, he's, he's got, he's got a really calming presence. It's, it's great. You know, I'm going to have him ride around on my back like I'm Horaloo, except it's Nick. You Gary, know? Nick calls do, you me down. Other, do you have any other things you want to say about Horaloo? You'll have to listen to the bonfire side <laughs> chat to hear him. Or Duckstream, where I don't plan to bring it up, but God. <laughs> but you fucking will, because you'll be compelled by a Wishmaster curse of some kind. <laughs> and you're going to bring it up at like 4 a.m. on day two, where I'm real mad. And I really want to go to sleep. And I'm going to get hurt. And I'm going to go stand in the kitchen alone for a little while just to be away from everybody. For no reason, because I always get weirdly hurt at Duckstream. And I don't, <laughs> it sucks. And then I snap at you and then I feel bad about it. And then the next day I apologize over text and tell you how much I love you. And I'm sorry. I got emotional and it happens almost every year. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that I hit you. Cause you said Ratzel grandpa. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the year when we did it at that um, co-op space and you brought up dragon ball and I got really upset. <laughs> like you had brought up my dead mom. Like I, I just, because I was low sanity from lack of sleep it's just like i don't like this i left the room <laughs> it's fucking silly man I, I go crazy we all go crazy at duck stream time but i go super crazy and if people enjoy this show what should they do uh, they, should, they should tune in this weekend yeah. for more of these insights and uh go to patreon.com slash duckfeed tv and give us money and then also uh donate to that charity and then also rating review uh which charity Oh, uh, the Transactor Gender Project at Lewis Hell Clark yeah. College. Uh, hey, we got a new one from uh, Unprofessional P. New review. Nice. Love, love to see a new Unprofessional P on, the, on the, the thing. Not a good show to listen to if you're trying to avoid thinking about your IBS symptoms. Five-star review. I thought you were really just going to say not a good show to listen to. <laughs> also very <laughs> good. A, a funny review. 
Uh, Good night, no ghost. No ghost. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by the merchant of penis, Gary Butterfield. <laughs> I thought you did. I, I, I thought I thought you might like that. You one. really aimed that one right at me and got me. Yeah. <laughs> the well done. Bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> um, I was looking through the items while uh, shitting myself half to death, and I was like, you know what I could say for that one? For, for a pound of flesh. <laughs> well done. It might also Bravo. have just been the novelty of having a pre-written one of those for the first time in 400 episodes. Yeah, you said it was more confidence than we've ever said any of them, uh, which is also kind of, I was expecting to hem and haw a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, came right out, called your shot and made it. You're a fucking Casey at the bat. You know? Gary, I, I, well, no, because he strikes out. Um, oh. That's a, that's the exact You're opposite of what happened. <laughs> sure, he did hit a lot of homers. Casey at the bat yeah. is exactly what I wasn't in that exact. I was referring to uh, Jose Casio. Sure, I mean you know people don't really talk about the fact for Casey to have so many expectations on him. He was he must have played tremendously yes. well for a long time. I, like I was talking about the prequel series about him just like the the sports anime about him just being good. Uh huh. Like uh, yeah. this is a weird. T- Can I go on a weird tangent real fast? Please. There's a bit I always think about from the web comic. Sorry, uh, the Order of the Stick, which is one of my favorite web comics, where mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's one of the main characters and his dad, who's an evil tyrant, and he's like, "You're gonna, I'm gonna overthrow you." And he's like, "Yeah, that's that's great." Here's the thing: the great thing about being an evil tyrant is typically you've been around for a while by the time you get overthrown. You get like 30 years of running everything, and it's awesome. So, yes, you get overthrown, but you get 30 years. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's kind of uh that's kind of how I think about Casey. About Casey. Yeah. Yeah. He had his run. I think that's very similar to how I think about one hit wonders, where people don't like them. And I'm like, no, it's okay if you wrote one amazing song. Like, that's more than most people do. It's not sad to be men without hats. It's joyous to be men without hats because they're with the safety dance and it's an absolute banger and everyone in the world knows it. Unless and they the still know it out, 40 years which, later. If the sun is out, it's better to be a man with a hat. Yeah. Because of. Yeah. Or if it's raining. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Man, yeah. the. Gary, I'll tell you, this is the the rare symptom of physical decay that you don't know about. The feeling of mm-hmm. raindrops slapping against a bald spot oh, is man. one of the most like demoralizing, oh, this is just meat that I'm piloting until it stops <laughs> feelings possible. I did never think about that. I'm really glad that you pulled us into our personal anecdote. So this show, three episodes into the eight we need to record today, didn't devolve into us just naming use cases for hats. Well, Gary, now we're back to it. Fashion. Uh, That is one. Uh, Telling people apart. In In guess who? In guess who? That's Gary. We don't talk about fashion enough as it applies to guess who. We don't. Uh, We don't talk about guess who enough. Um, collecting money if you're busking. Did you know that in guess who? There's only two people of color. 
Uh, they they must have updated that. In I almost guarantee there's like a new one now. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, uh, That's well, a weird job to have, right? Yeah, like I had to determine ex- the exact racial representation and guess who. <laughs> Just sitting there with all the census data. Yeah, and whatever I do, I lose. This sucks. Oh my, but, uh, but Gary, you are the only mm-hmm. person on earth who knows which guess who characters are gay. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's that's a lot of power. You could call TMZ and, and make a fortune at any moment. Get me TMZ. Uh, TMZ. Did you know that the guy with the hat and the mustache and red hair is queer? Um, we're talking about uh, no. Today we're talking about fuck off. We're hmm? talking about use cases for hats, Gary. Go on. I did. I said one. pulling a rabbit out of. Oh, and you didn't respond. So I assumed oh, we were moving on. Sh- oh fuck, Gary. You're right. I am the asshole here. <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, fanning yourself when you have the vapors. Sure. Uh, putting a single playing card in if you are the Batman villain, the Mad Hatter. Showing people you're a member of the press. Yeah. Um, showing people you have any job, really. I'm going to get rid of that whole thing. Like train conductor, uh, fire chief. It indicates a job. So, Gary, let's. Uh, I'm going to ask you a serious question, then we can get back to the actual item. Um, is helmet a hat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Type of hat. What if it's a, like a, a Darth Vader helmet that also incom- incorporates a mask? Ooh. The, no. Not a hat. Okay. No. Done and done. Show, showing people that your dark helmet from Spaceballs? That has a mask. Not a hat. Well, but he, he takes off the mask for a lot of it. He, he shunts it up. It goes up into his... Uh, it, it retracts, but he does have a mask. I think it's a hat then. <clears throat> no, if it has a mask that retracts, it's mostly no. a helmet. It's natural state is the, the, the helmet. And then he retracts it for comedy to reveal that. Oh no, it is Rick Moranis. Who in some ways is much scarier. I think. Oh yeah. He has the confidence to retire and the banality that, of evil. That's yeah, way more than Darth Vader ever had. Every now um, and then he, releases an album of music and we all have to act like we want an album of yeah yeah it's like well shit man i guess he's still doing bluegrass like i huh i like rick moranis so i guess now i have to listen to bluegrass music what a scary thing he did it's the same thing that happened to me in high school with r crumb um and bluegrass uh what i would love it if R R crumb makes a does bluegrass music and i remember being like a kid and being like i should check this out i like r crumb is he and really then, good? Yes, but I don't know what that means in terms of bluegrass. Like <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, he's probably great. Like all bluegrass sounds good. I don't know. It's all the same bullshit. <laughs> like, yes. No, I don't care. It's it sounds like a priest. Like if you just chose bluegrass on like a genre selector, it all sounds the same. Um, we're talking about a pound of flesh today. We hmm? sure are. Uh, yes. I don't know what this does, and I'm scared to pick up my phone. Uh, I know it does. Uh, you defeat the beast is Cain. Uh, it's a devil room item and it gives a, uh, so devil deals and black market deals can be bought with coins now. So it changes it to the keeper, mm-hmm. uh, mindset for those, but items and shops cost health. It switches oh, those two things. That's cute. Cause this is uh spoiler alert. We're doing a trinket that also does this part. half. Yes. Of 
So does half of this, uh, which is a little bit disappointing just because you can get this item in trinket form as well. I don't run into that trinket ever because there's a billion trinkets. I do get this because it's a devil room item. Yeah. And I like getting it as a devil room item because uh, having the freedom to get those real good, good, good shop items no matter what uh, is really great. Yeah. Um, you're guaranteed to shop on every floor. You're not guaranteed to deal with the devil room. Yeah, Gary, uh, you've made a, a compelling case for it. Now let's get to the the, the real heart of this episode, which is, of course, uh, this is a reference to uh, the Merchant of Venice, a pound of flesh, no more, no less, no bone or fat, but only flesh. Uh, Gary, where are we chopping you? Oh, uh, the seven pound. question. Yeah, to get a um, pound. A pound. I, uh, so the seven guy did something he would definitely bleed out. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a mistake. Well, um, Gary, I would but go- like a teachable mistake, right? It is a teachable mistake because it's going to make me not make the same mistake. Yeah. Uh, I would do uh, maybe a, a, a foot. I think you're overpaying there, man. I think you. I think the foot weighs like three or or half four a pounds. Foot. I would which do. Half? I would do which like which half? Oh, front half. Because I could do a little prosthetic or a little shoe thing or something. Oh, you're going to be real off balance. Is the thing. I will be really off balance, but I won't bleed out. I think I'm gonna peel off a pound of skin. Yeah, yeah. How much, how much of your skin do you think weighs a pound? I figure if I take off like all the skin on my on like my right leg, I bet that gets oh. me to a pound. It's really grossing me out, man. I uh... yeah, debooting <laughs> a, a quick a quick yeah. debooting. Ah, uh, not need to think about you debooted like a xenobite. Yeah, uh, yeah, and also is that does that count as flesh? I, you know just what? Skin? I bet, I bet you could get some wiggle room on that. Let's get the Merchant of Venice on the phone right now. But ironically, not canceled. <laughs> Wait, do you mean the Game Awards own Al Pacino? <laughs> ah, yeah, I do. Uh, that the, was a beautiful uh, moment for all of us. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then they just went like just parading out the olds. I, I wish uh, that when Al Pacino was brought out at the Game Awards to give the best performance uh, award to Christopher Judge, who then gave the longest speech a human being has ever given, <laughs> uh, while looking amazing. Uh, I wish he had just done a little Dunkachino, you know? I would love if he did a Dunk. I don't know that he's capable of doing Dunkachino anymore, though. Fuck off! Like, he really seemed like he had um, like a metal pole holding him up from behind, like a uh, like a marionette or something. I mean, but Dunkachino is an active spirit, Gary. I love Dunkachino. You're not. This is not about my lack of love for Dunkachino. I love Dunkachino. But I'm saying that if he decided to do Dunkachino, the flesh would provide what was necessary to reach those artistic heights. He'd be animated by. by he might it. die afterwards. He would almost certainly yeah. die afterwards. But it's like a barbarian a in Dungeon and Dragons. Like he go into negative hit points. Why are you it. you? <laughs> Why do you have to be you this hard? it's a good metaphor for what would happen to Al Pacino <laughs> if he died from doing Dunkachino. Also, you're spoiling uh, an episode we have to record today. That's true. Uh, okay. Let me, it'd be like if Samson happy. Um, I, Gary, I'm ecstatic. Uh, if people are I, also ecstatic about this show, what should they do? I would love for Dunkachino to get passed on to a new generation. I can see it like a younger lady Al Pacino. That can give us Dunkachinos at the Game Awards. Okay, who's the late? Yeah, I mean Gal Pacino. G- Gary, that's a funny joke, and I liked it. I-, I would actually like you to nominate the the like who would be Gal Pacino? Who is our Gal Pacino? 
if uh, Natasha Leone wasn't already our our girl Lumbo, she could be Gal Pacino. Natasha Leone doing Duncachino would be fucking good, man. You're a genius, right? I and right off the while, dome, dude. Right, every once in a while, I cast something perfectly. I don't know the names of most actors, and I choose not to. <laughs> yeah. But every once in a while, I I cast something very well. I think I feel confident about this, Gal Pacino. Uh, if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. And then also leave us ratings, reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. I think I'm sent. I think that's what it's called <laughs> when you feel the way I'm feeling right now. I think that's... <laughs> always, uh, you're sent? What the fuck does that mean? Are you a package? Uh, but I know it now. Uh, how about this uh, This five-star review left on Podcast Addict by... I'm really squinting because I can't... It's <laughs> Felix. Uh, and it's, oh, mama, that's a tasty podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. No ghost. No ghost. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about all the trinkets and all of God's creation. This is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is Finder Sale Price, Will Hughes. Gary, uh, you can have another die to roll on that intro, but you've got to have a bad consequence happen, like your butt oh. explodes. It's, it's, the okay. devil's, it's a devil's bargain. I've it's a reading, devil's bargain. I've been reading the Blades in the Dark book. It's good. My butt will explode. What, am I taking lessons from you now? You teach me how to shit? Gary, um, I would. Gary, I would. If there's one thing I could do a masterclass on, it's shitting. <laughs> Will Hughes Butt Academy. Welcome to Butt Academy. I want you to sit down and think about your butts. I, I Gary, it turns out Butt Academy was not a rich comedic avenue, to go <laughs> and we didn't know that until we tried people, it. Uh, if you had to instruct people in how to shit the Will Hughes way. What would be the, what would be like lesson one? You know, uh, I'm that prospectus. Did you see the thing that was going around where uh, Louis Louis Armstrong's laxative programs? Oh no! So no, that sounds amazing. But this is this is the downside of being off Twitter. I miss Louis Anderson's laxative programs. You know, I'm sorry, Louis Armstrong, not Louis Anderson. Oh, okay. I apologize. I, I, you might. I can't remember which one you said. Okay, I, okay. Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong apparently. Uh, was like very weight conscious in a not healthy way. Uh, and he sold pamphlets where he taught people how to use laxatives the way he did in order to maintain his weight. He had favorite ones wow. he recommended. And he's just like, you're, you're going to blow for a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Louie. And it could be fake. I, it was on Twitter, so who knows? Okay. But I choose to yeah. believe... Because it was someone being like, I have this old signed piece of paper from Louis Armstrong, and it's him writing about uh, shitting yourself half to death for weight loss reasons. You're going to blow for a while, because that's also a trumpet. Yeah, well, I mean, he was a clever man. Yeah, he was a clever man. That's great. Uh, Back to the question at hand. Number one lesson in the book, How to Shit the Will Hughes Way. Um, Try to live alone or to have a partner who works outside the home. Because, okay. Gary, I don't know if you vocalize. 
did we talk about this recently or did I talk about it on streams? I vocalize a lot if I'm allowed to while shitting. Uh, we certainly have not talked about that. You know, uh, and it goes all over the place. It's little songs. It's encouraging pep talks to the shit. And sometimes it's just a real, ah! <laughs> the noise gate got rid of that. Good. Oh, so good. it just sounded like a gurgle. That's good. Um, Thanks, the, noise gate. Uh, you did it. You did it, noise gate. Uh, I wonder if it'll come through on your end. Your, years uh, ago, audio scientists were like, this is the sound that is our enemy. <laughs> this is the sound we must defeat. Mm-hmm. They've been tracking you. That's interesting. You're very vocal. I, I uh, yeah. Hmm. Gives me power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, it gives you power over it to name it. You know? <laughs> well, no, Gary, I'm not naming the shits. <laughs> Why yet. not? You would get tons. You get so much power. Our, you know? Our, and weirdly, they're all named Gary. Aw, like Pokemon. It's your rival. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, in some ways, you are the Gary to my red. <laughs> or Ash, or whatever. Fucking, I don't it watch. It doesn't matter. Doesn't. Yeah. Gary couldn't I, matter less. Uh, trinket time. Sunday, Monday. Trinket. Days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Trinket. Days. Thursday, Friday. Trinket. Days. Gary, well, I wonder course, why, is- what, what it is in our personality demographics that if I say trinket time, you feel the need to confirm that it's trinket time. Whereas if you say trinket time, I simply let the silence exist. Uh, it's a really good <laughs> question. <laughs> I I am a very uh, a- affirming conversationalist. Okay, so this uh, has been interesting. No, I don't think it's a virtue. People hate it. People okay. complain about me and Cole doing it all the time. Okay. It's just my, I, it's just how I talk. Like I, you know. I would say I, you're I, connected I, and with I, it. Will, me as to you is you as to your shits. I need to constantly be vocal and encouraging them. <laughs> and I appreciate that, Gary, a lot. Yeah. Metaphor king strikes a gang. <laughs> <laughs> Rhyme King, not so much. Rhyme try, King dethroned. Try, try to rhyme King and again. A king. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, this is a metaphor I know you'll get as the metaphor king. Um, that was the Gabriel Knight cat mustache of rhyming yes. attempts. Just like obscure two things so much that they could maybe rhyme. Yep, and I'm going to make Old Man Murray uh, make a comeback. Oh, you know, your lips to um, God's withered ears. Yeah, uh, Keeper's Bargain. Uh, I have not gotten this yet because you have to uh, beat all the, the all the bad guys as Tainted Keeper. Tainted but it basically, fun, but... Tainted Keeper's great. I just, uh, I haven't actually unlocked Tainted Keeper yet because I struggle with regular Keeper. Um, Tainted Keeper's great. Um, I played him in dailies. Ooh. The... Uh, so this adds a a chance for devil deals uh, to cost money like a pound of flesh. It's 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 an interesting. It's not very efficacious, right from the start. But no, it's really going to be uh, run dependent because sometimes you're rolling in cash. Yep. Sometimes you're rolling in red hearts. Yeah, uh, and having the option, you know, having this pop up is good. Uh, the uh it's it feel, i feel like it's very rare that i'm rolling in cash at the end of a floor 
Yes. Like I, I, I buy stuff from shops in this game if I get the money. Cause it's like, I don't know what they're going to offer next time. So even if it's like the consummate example of that is the, uh, the headlight, the nightlight item. Mm-hmm. I always buy that. It's not that great, but it's just like, I don't know if there's going to be anything better. I'd rather have it than not. And you love supporting local merchants. I do love supporting that little greed. I love supporting local dead shopkeepers. Yeah, local extra-dimensional versions of my own corpse that have like gone back in time or some shit. Yes. Uh, you can also, uh, if you drop this in the room with the devil deals, it'll go back to its regular price, so it's not locking you into it. Yes. Uh, so it's kind of an optional thing. It, the fact that it only adds a chance uh, is kind of feel bad to me. Like... It's it's a, a thing that you have a chance of getting in the first place. Like you're not going to get that many devil deals. This has a chance to fire. You maybe get four devil deals in in a run. This only has a, a chance to fire. There's a good chance this literally does nothing. It's it's not uh, a powerful enough effect to need to be limited in that way. Yes, exactly. Got in one. Hey, I got thanks, a guest bud. in my lap. Ooh, I've yeah, had less. I've had and less. Clawing. Ooh, clawing. Where's she clawing at? Uh, my thighs. I have tons of little pinprick holes in my thighs from Jessica's incredibly sharp claws. Is she making biscuits? Uh, she yeah, she's kind of doing standing biscuits. Okay, I love a standing. So she's, I, oh. I love a stand biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have not been getting as much what? Oh, cookie love. Uh, lately because uh the stair. I I my office is on the second floor of the house. Uh, and the staircase is the coldest a room has ever been. Uh, like the mm, stairwell mm-hmm. leading up. So I have to keep all those doors closed. So cookie is not free to, to come Aww. and go. Uh, so I have to kind of like get a lot of cookie love at once by like locking her in the office with me for a while. Yeah. And that's how yeah. all love get, works. Gary. Yeah. Uh, coast and then have cookie go to work. So you can loudly talk to your shits. Gary, not, not just coast lock and coast. Ah, uh, yes. The old lock and coast. You make it so that they can't leave, and then you don't have to try very hard. And then you get to coast. That's the coasting part. Uh, if you like the show, head mm-hmm. to patreon.com slash TV, and then uh, rating review us on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addicts. Like this rating or review left on Podcast Addict. Scroll, scroll, scroll. That's a long Which one, one will it be? Uh, uh, this is... It's the same one this person keeps putting in that I don't really like. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep skipping it. Yeah, uh, just skip it. Yeah, uh, I think this one's Philbert Blimpkin. Sorry, Fobert huh? Blimpkin. They use a small, this is a review from Fobert Blimpkin. Gary, again, I have bad eyes at this point and I have to like lean over. There's never been a mm-hmm. better pair of podcast hosts as Jerry Bakersfield and Bill Hume. The most laugh sad boys this side of the Mississippi. Life's a garden, dig it, and then they did an emoji, which I hate. It was a, it's a two <laughs> fingers up, like peace emoji. <laughs> you hate it. And I don't. I don't care for. I don't. What I don't like is it feels like the start of yet another guppy review arms race, where now people realize they can put fucking emojis in these things. Yeah. Well, you you just caused that. If you had said not that you know that you didn't hate the emoji, no one would do it. I know. Well, because secretly I want the content. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? I'd like to create. I want to create more things that I hate in the world so that I can get up to a humorous pitch of anger. In this scenario, you are Dave Coulier and I am trapped. You have outmaneuvered me. So pretty, pretty grim. 
pretty grim. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we had laid a patina of ignoring how grim that whole bit was. Okay. During the first, like, 20 minutes where we talked about exclusively that. Okay. I, 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 I feel like you might have uh, taken your little hammer and just kind of cracked the patina there, bud. <laughs> just a little bit. I'm a patina cracker, baby. And that's uh, why Gary look. is not hired at any museums for his restoration work. Mm-mm. Hey, it's me. I'm mm-hmm. a little patina cracker. Give me cracker. some patinas. And just like, oh, okay. Well, they give me money to stay away from museums. I love it when shit oxidizes because I love to hear it break. Mm-hmm. I don't think patinas are. <laughs> are patinas caused by oxidation? No. A patina is a general term of like wear and tear. No, uh, uh, it's it's not. No? It is a it is a kind of covering. Like I think it is an oxidation process. Uh, where like certain like sculptures and stuff like the something happens. Oh, green to the green material. or brown film on similar certain metals. Yeah, it is oxidation. You're correct, Gary. I Merry Christmas to me. You're uh, you're right a lot of the time. Don't eh, act like it's not a thing. Never enough though. Uh, uh, remind well, one more facts. reminder. Well, that's that's this is more about you than anything. Yeah, I know they all um, do. It all that's the whole point. Uh, listen to Duckstream, Duckfeed, uh, Twitch.tv oh, yeah. slash Duckfeed. Duckstream. Well, yes, uh, but you should go to the website because then you can donate. So you should go yes. to Duckfeed.tv slash Duckstream and then tune in from there. That'll get you to the Twitch channel, but there's also donate buttons. Yeah, we will be running. Uh, from on Friday the sixteenth, uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, so yeah, 16th. It's from six p.m. on Friday the sixteenth to six uh, p.m. on Sunday the eighteenth. Uh, Gary and I, along with Nick and special guests, uh, mm-hmm. will be manning the Portland couch from six p.m. to six a.m. Uh, we have a lot of incredibly stupid stuff. Uh, only some of which it's has given stupider me a than ever. It's stupider than ever. Only some of which has given me panic attacks. That's uh, exciting. Watch me mm-hmm. break down in real time. I uh, just uh, the watch me struggle with my feelings of responsibility for it. Yeah, uh, it's going to the- be emotionally <laughs> fraught for a good cause. Uh, and then Cole. For once, is doing something interesting. Um, he's doing- <laughs> I just, I, I just heard music and had to dance. That's not true. I just thought it would be funny. Uh, no, I. This is the first time. So Cole usually will stream a survival horror game, and he'll stream the entire thing. And it's something that I, I don't. I know. Listen, I know it was a. Jo- it's funny, but it was intended as a joke. I. It's the. Uh, it's a, a thing I don't mean for comedy. Um, but I'm not. I don't really want to watch Haunting Ground. Mm-hmm. You know front to back this year though he's doing like resident evil one through four and he has randomizers and the randomizers randomize shit like uh barks like enemy barks with all the sounds in the game that's fun it sounds incredible like i would love to play resident evil four where like the villagers just say ashley lines at me and stuff like it sounds great i really wish i could watch it instead of sleeping so uh that is the seed of truth that was in my fake mean insult Sure. Although you did lay out a pretty long stream of the, there where you were like, but also I don't like most of the things he does. I just, I'm just not the market for it. Sure. Like, but people are a market for it. People love to watch them shits. Uh, Twitch.com slash DuckFeedTV. Well, Gary, we've That's once correct, again baby. taken a plug and killed it. Uh, no ghost. <laughs> no ghost. God damn it. 